0: Hey there, patrons. Welcome to your bonus podcast for episode 293, I think it was, with Jacqueline Romine. This has a sort of a, um, not an awkward, an unusual transition. I wasn't planning on doing a bonus podcast interview with her, but then we kept talking, and then I kind of interrupted the conversation by asking her if I could record it, and I was uh, <laughs> I was already recording, because the, it was just still running. Um, but I, I'm gonna play the part from when I asked her if I could share this conversation to um to the end. So I hope you listened to the main conversation. I really, really loved talking to Jacqueline. Something about her work, and I said it in the podcast, is really uh powerful to me. And um yeah, I, I and she was of course really fun to talk to. So that's really it. I'm I'm in my little studio. I've been really Motivated lately, which I'm very excited about. So, uh, my next step, I think, is to start working on one of these videos that I've had. it's been such I've been working off a laptop because my desktop died like ten months ago. I don't know if I ever told you guys. I'm realizing that's part of what was making it so hard to get work done because it's very frustrating. I never intended for that to be like a working computer. I was using it for live performing. Anyway, this is more than you needed to know. I'm feeling um, alive and alert and enthusiastic about doing some art and excited to share it with you all on Patreon. Uh, It's July 1st, which always makes me think, thank goodness for patrons because this is payday on Patreon. And those of you that are here, I'm just really so grateful. So yay. (laughs) So here's the bonus interview with Jacqueline. Please let me know how you're doing. And I think that's it. All right. Have a great day. A week or so looks like i i think i have a i have an interview i recorded with molly joyce who is a composer who's also a disabled person um i'm not sure it's usable i may ask her for another interview but if it is usable i'll post it on friday for the next podcast uh that goes up on monday so i'll get it out to you guys early i need to i'll give it a listen today okay anyway yay thanks for being here and I'll, i love you bye
1: I do plan on coming back to New York eventually, but not anytime soon. Like, how is it for you? Like, are you afraid? It, numbers keep rising. What's happening? Um,
0: yeah. Wait, before we before I before I talk about that, like sometimes I do bonus podcasts for Patreon. Are you oh, okay. willing to just have like a like a little side conversation yeah, yeah just it's ta- okay so that's what this will be hey uh yeah so i'll just ease into it. it's always like kind of this kind of like oh here's a th- here's the thing um so new york is it feels like it's getting better but i'm very like skittish about the whole thing um right. we like our numbers have been going down i'm still staying home most of the time i've been able to do most of my teaching online still so so i'm good but like it's weird to be good right now like it feels funny
1: Right. Like, I, I also agree. Like I've been like as a disabled person and, um, the way that this is supposed to have affected our community as a disabled person. And, um, like I don't, um, I don't, uh, I don't have the same vulnerabilities that other people do. Um, I'm not immune-compromised, and I have a disability, yes, but that doesn't put me in the vulnerable realm because I don't have immune-compromisation. I haven't had the common cold in over eight and a half years, so, like, I'm okay, but I know that this disproportionately affects our community in a very egregious way, and I think that people are being too willy-nilly with everything that's happening now because they don't care about the disabled community.
0: Oh, uh, yeah like there was a there was a big energy when this first started happening and i haven't seen this precise thing as much as as when when it felt like i was kind of breaking out of my denial that oh this can happen in the united states and here it comes you know like there was a certain part of me that was like oh that's just like pandemics don't come here they just go to other places which you know, says a lot about some things i need to probably look at
1: it's our american privilege
0: yeah um, but then there was this whole thing and and a lot of things when people say this kind of illogical stuff about COVID in particular, I'm mm-hmm. trying to really understand like, okay, that's a person that could be really actually terrified and this is their denial. You know, I'm trying to figure out a way to not be pissed off at everyone who says things like, Well, this really just affects old people or people who are immunocompromised, you know, like but that it's just kind of it's not kind of it is categorizing people into this disposable category. it sounds like
1: percent a hundred percent, and they think that the old old and disabled and then disabled like independently that these people don't matter. They, I mean it's like I mean society shows me that that's why I feel like I have to make the access to, di- access to denied work. but like what's happening during this pandemic is overwhelmingly affecting the elderly and the disabled and the people with the most privilege and the most supposedly health, they don't care. They don't want to wear masks and they believe this is a hoax.
0: Yeah. Like I, don't, it seems like some, you know, I, I'm from Houston and it, it's been really interesting being in New York city when we were, you know, at the height of this thing and at the, the height of it for New York city And and then seeing my friends in Houston making posts on Facebook about how they thought it was all just exaggerated, like this is just the media. And, And now it's kind of flipped. And my friends in Texas are like, oh, my God, our numbers are getting really high. And it's their, you know, their governor who's been kind of kind of how Trump has been about trying to just minimize the whole thing. Is now having to make these statements like, okay, guys, yeah, we got to wear masks now. Like, But it's kind of a little late in the game. But
1: uh-huh. it's interesting
0: suddenly feeling like we New York feels like it sort of has it under control now. It's scary to say even that. And then now, you know, when before it was a real shit show here. And now yeah. we're kind of switching places because they were so dismissive of the pandemic.
1: hmm I know.
0: Yeah. What, how is it in L.A.? I really don't have a read on that at all.
1: Um, well, it's it, in L.A. proper, in L.A. County and L.A. City, there's still a citywide, countywide mandate that everybody has to wear masks. And in Orange County, which is also in Southern California, which is about 30 miles south of me, They are their own county and the person who was running their health uh, organization quit because they were in fear for their life because they were getting death threats because the people of Orange County want to not have to wear masks and they were trying to mandate that they wear masks. They were at their house threatening them with their life because they didn't want to wear masks and they quit.
0: It's so like, (laughs) I don't, I can't get my head around that. Like it's so hard to understand, M- missing the point so, <laughs> so, so thoroughly. I guess
1: it's brazen. It's it just it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: It's. I mean, it's just they just don't want to believe that this is real, and they want and maybe the, maybe what you're saying, like this like deniability thing or whatever. Like it's keeping they think that it's keeping them healthy or something like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know, obviously the government, Donald Trump and company have really politicized this and, you know, made wearing a mask or not, um, a conservative liberal issue instead of a like, Oh no, let's all protect each other (laughs) issue. So, Oh, I did when, when, when Donald Trump was elected, did you think it could get this bad?
1: I wanted to quit grad school and become a lawyer because I knew it was going to get this bad. Mm. (laughs) And I didn't do that because I was like, I'm going to try this art for five years. And if it doesn't do shit, I'm going to go be a lawyer.
0: Yeah. So what, how, what was that decision like? Like
1: I like was in grad school when it was happening. I was in my studio watching it happen and I wanted to leave. I felt like what I was doing in the art wasn't doing shit. And this, something like this should never happen.
0: Yeah. But what what made you decide that no art your art is important in yeah. this situation?
1: Um because because like while I was in grad school, he started to try to dismantle the ADA.
0: Ah. Uh, Jesus. I didn't even <laughs>
1: <laughs> He tried to make it it nobody knows about this. It's called HR620. There's a bill that has passed through one of the houses of representation I don't know which one, but it hasn't passed through both so it isn't officially law. He's trying to dismantle the ADA by saying that new buildings don't have to be made accessible <laughs> and the only and the only way that it can be changed if it's made accessible new now is if somebody with a disability goes and complains just like now it doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's, I, I had a moment like where I understood this. I, I I'm, uh, what is? I can't think of what what the phrase is. I want to like cut out my own tongue for saying this. Where I understood why, I, I I was watching YouTube videos. There's this guy that that um talks about finance, and and I'm like in my fifties now and haven't really considered at all about what my retirement is going to look like. So lately I've been really like, okay, I got to learn like what's (laughs) happening next. Um, And there's this guy I really like, which led me to this other guy, which led me to some other guy I was watching. I watched an interview with this. He's on like Shark Tank. He's someone famous who I just only know from this YouTube video. And he was talking about why he supports Donald Trump. And I think it was right before the pandemic hit. So maybe his point of view has changed, but I honestly doubt it. Yeah. And he was explaining it's he's a super wealthy millionaire Um, and he's a white straight guy and he only thinks about finances like that's why he can support Donald Trump. Like it made me realize like, OK, like that's shitty, but I get it. Like <laughs> now I see what that is like. This is someone who doesn't have to think about anything else but how to keep on making a shitload of money in his life. And Donald Trump Makes it possible for him to keep getting richer and richer, so of course he supports him. Like he doesn't think about anything else. And that sounds—I'm not saying that's why. Okay, now I get it. That's okay that he supports him that way. But it sort of made me somehow feel like (laughs) weirdly, at least better about the fact that it's not this guy. Like, oh, I hate, I hate gay people and people who are disabled, and I hate you know all these things. He just does not. He's so clueless and privileged. He doesn't even think about that. Which
1: is, I, I agree with you to an extent because the reason why he has, the reason why he has the privilege to not think about anything else because he's focused on money is because he has chosen to focus on money and mm-hmm. he doesn't care about anything else.
0: uh yeah, that's a good thing to remember. I'm over here trying not to think that they're evil people. And you're like, well, (laughs) which is true. Like, it's important to be like right sized about all this stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like he chose to not give a shit about anything but making more money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I got to We got to Oh, let's talk about let's talk about. Um. (laughs) art like other artists that you like maybe some influences so we can end on a little bit of a lighter subject
1: okay um like people like i follow on instagram or like artists that like inspire me or
0: yeah like i i don't know like whoever first comes to mind maybe with a uh emphasis on inspiring you or you know whatever like well how
1: about how about I just talk about some like really badass African-American artists that
0: that's a good I follow
1: idea in LA <laughs> let's do that uh so yeah there's uh Candace Williams uh Amanda Harris um Candace Williams uh Amanda Harris uh Storm Asher she is a curator uh of a, a pop up gallery um Nikita Gale um 80 uh, Robertson. Um, most of
0: these. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say I'm writing names down. <laughs> I know.
1: I mean, if you want me to, I could send you a list too. But I, I mean, obviously, for to to say them uh, to hear them is
0: important too. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd love to have a list too, and then I could be sure to um to link put links so we could check them out.
1: Oh yeah, that's cool. Um. Who else? Haley Nickerson. Uh, those are all women. I mean, I guess I could throw some dudes in there. Um,
0: That's Paul, good. Oh, go Paul, ahead.
1: Paul Sapuya. He's a black queer man, a uh, black gay man photographer. Very amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. It actually it sucks. He had a solo show, I think in, I don't know. I don't remember he had a solo show right at the beginning of the pandemic. And then it, nobody got to see it except for virtually. Um, mm. Paul Sapuya. Uh, my friend, Martin, he has like Martin, Martin Eaton Spartan. Like he uses his middle name, and I, I can't remember all of the pieces of his last name. Sorry, Martin. I'll send that one to you. <laughs> Sorry, Martin. Um, uh, Daniel Gator. I have a lot of I have a lot of African American friends. I have a lot of black friends. So um, yeah, these are all people that make art uh, from LA. Yeah, mostly.
0: I love it. That's a lot to go on, and I'll be sure. Even though this is the the kind of exclusive patreon um interview i'll put these artists' links on the main podcast page too so we'll be sure that we give them you know whatever amount of visibility i can oh that's cool yeah okay we should wrap this this thing up officially okay. <laughs> i like i have my air conditioner turned off because it's so loud and it's, it's i know there's this point where i'm like and i'm sweating too much
1: <laughs> yeah i i totally know what you mean
0: uh, I'm so glad we did this extra little bonus thing. I'm so happy I really got to talk to you and I really look forward to staying in touch with you.
1: Me too. I hope we're at another book thing together in the future.
0: Yay. Here's to like doing stuff in person. Yes. Someday.
1: <laughs> Someday. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, all right. Well, take care of yourself.
1: You too. From the West Coast to the East Coast. And some, we argue, from the best coast to the worst coast.
0: (laughs) I think in this case, it's the best coast to the best coast. (laughs) It is. Uh, All right. um, I'll talk to you later.
1: All right. bye. Bye. Bye.